BYU Cougar basketball is back in action. No look low to Yo. Yo throws it down again. Two-hand hammer for Yo. Let's get you ready to root on the boys in blue. This is Cougar Pregame Live on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Here's your host, Jason Shepard. Good evening, BYU basketball fans. Welcome into Cougar Pregame Live, presented by Discount Tire, America's neighborhood tire store. Tonight, the BYU Cougars looking to rebound from Thursday night's loss as they host the LMU Lions. Now, the Cougars fell to fourth-ranked Gonzaga two nights ago, 93-63. to It was BYU's worst home loss since 1997. BYU needed to come into this game and play its best game, but the Cougars really struggled shooting the basketball. BYU shot 37% from the field. And 6 of 21 from 3 for just 29%. Even with BYU shooting struggles, it really does boil down to the Zags being that good. The Cougars can now turn the page on the first half of the conference season. BYU is 5-3 and three at the halfway point with an overall record of 13-10. and 10. Now while the Cougars are halfway through the WCC, tonight actually is the first meeting with LMU. BYU, by the way, has yet to play San Diego as well. The Lions are 4-4 four and four in conference play coming off a home win over Pacific on Thursday night. The Cougars are 13-3 and three against the Lions since joining the conference and have won six in a row at the Marriott Center. Now the area where BYU has the advantage is on the offensive end where the Cougars are averaging 81 points per game to LMU's 69, where the Lions have been better is on the defensive end, only allowing opponents to score 62 while BYU is giving up nearly 78. For more on tonight's matchup and what the takeaways were from the loss to Gonzaga, I talked with BYU assistant coach Quincy Lewis. This is probably an understatement, but we know Gonzaga is really, really good. What were your takeaways now that the game is done and you kind of look back on the loss to Gonzaga? Uh, you got to give those guys a lot of credit. Uh, they they really played well. They've got a good team chemistry, you know, about them. And uh, Coach Few doing a great job with them. How do you view the next day? Because it's Gonzaga, do you say it's just Gonzaga? Let's just move on. How much do you look back? What do you do with that? No, we, we're going to evaluate that film, which we've done, and and uh, there's some things that we need to learn from that game, uh, most certainly. But at the same time, when you have a game on a Saturday and you've got one day in between. You know, with your guys, you you got to let that thing go right now, and you you got to be ready to go for this Loyola team. You know, that's interesting because I wanted to ask you, give us as much as you can, kind of a behind-the-scenes look on, on what a prep is for the second game when you're playing, you play a Thursday, then you have a quick turnaround for a Saturday. How much prep do you have done before even the Thursday game for the Saturday game, or do you do any of that? Yeah, you you probably have 80% of your prep done uh, before uh, before you're going to play that game, you know, going into the Friday. And, and obviously they played last night. And right. so you also have to evaluate that film, which, you know, is maybe some late hours or whatever to come in this morning, make sure you're ready to go with it. Um, but you have a lot of that done before you even get to Friday. What do you see in LMU? As you mentioned, coming off a win, what do you see from this Lions team coming in? This, this is a big physical team right here. And they have an outstanding point guard. They had some big wins in the preseason. I mean, the team has won 16 games. And... Uh, this might be the best LMU team that I've seen since I've been in the league. You know, and I've this is my fourth year here, so this this is a good quality team. Why do you think that they may be the best that you've seen since you got here? You know what? They're playing really good defense. Uh, they're a, they're a top 100 type team in in Ken Palm defensively, and uh, they've really slowed down uh, offensively, which. Uh, I think it's helped them with what kind of team that he has this year. And he's got a big kid in the middle, and then he's got some other guys to go with him. And so this will be a good challenge. Well, and that reflects just looking at, at 
what BYU averages scoring-wise has the advantage significantly in points per game, but to what you were talking about, because they slow things down a little bit, I think their opponents are only scoring in the 60s. Yeah, and that has a lot to do with possessions, you know, and how many possessions are in the game, and they can dictate that to a large degree. I mean, they they may run a motion for 10 or 15 seconds just to knock some time off the clock and then go into what they really want to do. And so I think that can be misleading when you look at how many points are scored or not scored. Two games ago against St. Mary's, and in talking with the guys after, it seemed like this team really got a boost of confidence after that game. And it wasn't just because of the win. It was because of all of the defensive hard work they put in heading into that, and then to see it play out on the court gave them a boost. How do you feel like you can get back to that heading into this game? Yeah, obviously Gonzaga, that's a tough one. And they, I mean, they're as good as you're going to see offensively. And, uh, We'll lock in today, and we'll talk about what we need to do with Loyola Marymount. And I do think we've made some steps uh, defensively after we really struggled there for about a month or so. And I think we are going the right way, despite you know what happened last night. And you know we got to bring it tomorrow. I know this may sound somewhat generic, but rebounding would seem to be a, a pretty big key in any game. But for BYU, that seems to be a pretty important stat. It really is. And and you think about you know defensive numbers and what defense is. Well, a big part of defense is just defensive rebounding. Right. You know because. They, they get an extra possession. They have another chance to score. And so that's a big part in us blocking out and, and getting that from all five guys is big. And obviously Yoli is a, a great defensive rebounder, but we need uh, and he needs help with that. What does it do for you guys to have Jess Shear back? Well, it adds depth, you know, and it gives us some more options. And, uh, you know, I, I don't know that Jashir is 100% right now, uh, and, and especially just watching him last night. I, I think he's he's getting there. You know, the more time he plays, the, the better better he's going to be. But, uh, I mean, we're talking about a kid that, you know, averaged 10-11 a game, and, and so obviously he could give us a boost. It's not totally uncommon, but it is a little odd that you're into February now officially, and there's still two teams you haven't faced in the conference. You've already had a couple of second games. St. Mary's was a second game. How difficult is that to go this far into the conference season and to still have not faced two teams, LMU being one of them? You know, I don't know if it's difficult, but it's a little bit just different. Mm-hmm. It's just a little bit different, and... Um, you know, but it is, it's kind of fresh in some, some respects, you know, because it's somebody new, somebody you haven't seen, and, uh, you know, I'm, I'm kind of excited for it. I am too. I'm looking forward to this one. Uh, I would imagine, based off of what we saw the other night, crowd was into it. The fans of this team, they really want to come here and, and get loud. It really does help you guys when you're at home, doesn't it? You know, it, it, it really is amazing what the Marriott Center is and what our rock uh, rock section is. is just tremendous, and then you just look at our fans in general. I mean... We're pretty fortunate to be able to play here. Thanks, Quincy. Good luck against the uh, LMU Lions. Appreciate it. All right, thanks. You know, to the point about the fans, the crowd the other night, and obviously I was over here at uh, at BYU Radio, so I wasn't in the arena, but uh, just from being able to see the uh, the TV and the coverage of what was going on inside, whenever they would have a shot of the crowd, the crowd looked amazing, and I know that they were really into it. It was a really great environment, so uh, for that to be a 9 o'clock start, and uh, for that to be, and a game that was even pushed a little bit, 
Yeah, big uh, big uh, kudos to the fans for coming out for that one and being as loud as they were. Hopefully uh, you can make it back tonight because uh, this is a pretty important game for BYU taking on LMU tonight. This season, BYU Basketball and Mountain America Credit Union are changing lives. For each three-pointer BYU makes, Mountain America will donate $50 to the American Red Cross to help fund humanitarian services and programs. Coming up next, we're going to go to the Marriott Center. It's our courtside conversation with Mark Durant. Cougar Pregame Live, presented by Discount Tire continues in a moment on the new skin BYU Sports Network. This is Cougar Pregame Live on the new skin BYU Sports Network. Welcome back to Cougar Pregame Live, presented by Discount Tire. It's time for our courtside conversation. Let's head next door to the Marriott Center and join my good friend, one Mark Durant. Good evening, Mark. How are you? Good evening, Jason. I want you to know that I had a big Valentine cookie for my pregame meal, and I was thinking of you when I ate it. <laughs> oh, wow. I don't, I'm not sure how to take that. Will, um, will you be mine? I will be yours. Uh, and are there any more of those cookies that I might be able to get at a later time? Get over here, man. You're only a hop, skip, and a jump. It's true. It's true. All right, I may, I may try and sneak over when I hand things off to you and Greg in about 20 minutes. So, look, it's, is, it, is it easy to move past the loss to Gonzaga? Do you just chalk that up to the Zags being the Zags? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, the, the general answer to that is yes. Gonzaga's great. Even if you played your best game, you'll probably lose, of course. To have that happen on your home court in the manner that it did kind of sits in my craw a little bit as it should, and I hope it, the, the players feel that way. You know, a team like Gonzaga is so good that if they get on a roll, they're gonna they're gonna run you out of the building. And so, what what's hard not to do is you get down to not kind of give up. And, and I thought BYU kind of came out in the second half and, and made their run, and then Gonzaga hit a couple shots, and they're back down to where they were. And, and I felt like there was a little bit of give up at that point. And then, I mean, if, you, if you're not focused and playing hard, Gonzaga is just going to drill you. So, I, I, I mean, I would have been a little bit happier if the loss was 10 to 15 points. Yeah, Gonzaga's better, but at least you competed and, and tried your best the whole game. And I thought a couple guys – Became a little disinterested, a little embarrassed, a little uh, unfocused on defense, and that's why you have the, the big loss rather than, uh, you know, I don't want to say respectable loss. I mean, everybody hates to lose. We can all acknowledge that, but th- there's different losses. And so I, w- I was disappointed because BYU made a lot of progress. I thought particularly defensively and focusing, and I thought they played really well against St. Mary's. And, and to take a couple of steps backwards was frustrating for me, but the, I think the good thing is BYU is going to have to come back. I mean, this LMU team is very good, uh, and, and it's not a game that they can just kind of float by. They're going to have to refocus very quickly, or LMU is a team that can beat you here. They're kind of the middle middle strength of the conference. Your Pepperdine, your LMU, really good. Not may probably not the top four, not top tier, but good enough. To beat you and uh, BYU certainly can't take anyone for granted but what I like is after a loss like that you want to play quickly which BYU yep. is and, and you want a little bit of a challenge to show yeah we we did not do what we needed to do in that game but we're not down and out we're going to come out we're going to and, and show you that you know we're still a good team and, and we can have some success 
you know, and it's interesting that you bring that up. Now, so you've got games at home versus St. Mary's and Gonzaga. Those are out of the way. Now, I understand you still have San Francisco, which is a much improved team. We saw how good they were when BYU played there. But I would think BYU should be able to finish the home schedule without a blemish. And I, again, you're going to have to play up to that. You're going to make sure you got to make sure you take care of business. How realistic do you think that is that BYU can go the remainder of the home schedule without a without a home loss? Because I think it's I think it's certainly possible. Absolutely. I mean, I expect it. But even with San Francisco coming in here, I mean, you saw they went to St. Mary's today and lost. Uh, they got down big, kind of made a run and made it a little interesting, but. Uh, yeah, they're as good as San Francisco is. They're beatable. Every, yeah. Everybody's beatable. Gonzaga's not beatable, and everyone else is beatable, especially when you're at home. Um, but I, I worry a little bit that the BYU thinks, well, this is LMU's, and we're at home, so we're going to win this thing, and we beat them six straight, and all that in this building, because they, they've got some real talent. I mean, Bateman's a terrific guard, and, and Markson is. A giant. He's a literal giant. I walked by him in the hallway coming in here. There's not a lot of guys that I look at that go and I go, "Whoa, he is super tall." He is one of them. He's seven foot three, and he's big, and he's a rim protector. And this is one of the better defensive teams in the country because of him. And other guys can kind of play, extend the D on the perimeter because they know they got him back there. And so this this is a unique challenge for BYU. Is it a game they should win? Absolutely, sure. But uh, like I said before, uh, if you want, I mean, we all can see Gonzaga's going to win the conference. But there's, there is something in getting that second spot. And that's almost like a, a, a runner-up championship in this league because no one can touch Gonzaga. So, And it also would get you to the semis in the conference tournament. So that, that's something to play for. And St. Mary's and San Francisco are not going to lose a lot at home. So you just have to keep pace. You've got to do uh, what you need to do to, to be in that conversation. And this is one of those games you've got to get. I mentioned this in my interview with uh, Quincy Lewis, but when BYU rebounds the ball well, good things usually happen for the Cougars. When you look at wins and losses, rebounding has turned out to be a key stat for BYU. Now, the last three games, I know that some of them were one was a win. They've gotten drilled on the boards, plus double-digit deficits on the boards. And that's really concerning. I mean, over the years, BYU's typically been a really good rebounding team. They don't have a lot of size. I mean, they're getting more size when Gavin plays more, and I think that will help. Yoli's a a terrific kind of natural, instinctual, I got long arms, I'm going to jump and get rebounds. He's not a great fundamental rebounder. He's not a great guy finding a guy to block out, keeping him off the boards. And, and so, it, and sometimes BYU goes to a zone, which is hard to rebound out of. But it's it's got to be a team focus, especially when you go smaller, when you got maybe Zach at the four or something like that. You all have to find a body, and it's got to be five guys, five guys going after the boards. There's no excuse for BYU to get beat on the boards like they have been. Uh, and so I think that's I mean, Jason, if we ever got beat on the boards like that, I know I'm just a get-off-my-lawn kind of old guy talk, <laughs> but you know what we'd do the next day in practice? Wind we would have Well, we'd do that, but we'd have three hours. we put the bubble on the hoop. I don't know if you know if you've seen the bubble. Yeah. You attach it. That, that way you can't make the shot. So it would be a rebounding drill for two or three hours. Coach would shoot it. It would bounce off the bubble, 
And if you let your guy get a rebound, you run it. I mean, that that's all we would do at practice. So I, I think uh, I, I think BYU coaches can't be happy with the rebounding, and I hope that's a real focus from them, and we'll see a better effort tonight. Greg Rubel, you may have heard of him, has uh, tweeted out uh, that Dave Rose, and by the way, you will hear that entire conversation between Greg and Coach Rose coming up in uh, about 15 or 20 minutes, uh, that Coach Rose is going to make a lineup change tonight for the starters. Gavin Baxter will be making his first start tonight as a BYU Cougar. I'm not sure that this is a surprise to a lot of people. We saw his minutes going up. He had started to really produce with those minutes. What do you make of Gavin getting his first start, and what do you expect from the starting five with him in it now? It had to happen. I mean, he's just playing too good, and he brings too much to the table. I thought Luke did a great job for for his purpose. He started uh, again at beginning of conference. He brought some leadership and effort, and uh, did a good job while he was was playing. But with the emergence of Baxter, it's, it, you just have to go with him. Uh, he, he can do. You know, obviously Luke gives you this amazing effort and has been very critical at times. But 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 uh, everything that Luke can do, Gavin can do. I mean, he. But but then Gavin can bring shot blocking and a little longer on the rebounds and a little quicker defensively against athletic fours and so you just have to play Gavin and he's the future so when you invest time for a guy like Gavin you're the the, the feedback and the results are greater than I mean Luke is a known product he's going to give you what he gives you but if, if you invest time in in Gavin the return it, it could be really 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 good and so it had to happen, and it, I think it's about time that it happened. And, and I think Gavin's progression is going to be uh, exponential at this point. When he gets the minutes he needs, he'll get confident. He'll understand where he's supposed to be defensively. Uh, he'll, be, he'll understand when guys are going to try and lob it to him and when they're going to pass to him, and he'll be, he'll be ready. And, uh, and it's just going to, re- I think, be a really good team, not just for, Ga- think for, for Gavin, but for this team. He can be a difference maker, and uh, and he needed to play, and it was time for him to start. Gavin had been one of those guys in the previous role that, over the last couple of games, has been able to come off the bench and provide a nice spark. With Gavin now in the starting lineup, who do you think can be that guy coming off the bench to give you those minutes and that spark? Well, I think Jashir uh, can be that guy. Uh, he looked good the other night against Gonzaga. He, one thing I like about Jashir is he seems to... To, uh, relish bigger games. The game we called last year in, in uh, uh, back in New York, back couple in of Brooklyn, those. Yeah. Alabama. He was one of the few guys that really played well against Alabama, and then played really well against UMass. Had that dish at the end to win that game, and, and he played really nicely against Gonzaga. He attacked. You know, he seems to to like that. And obviously, his situation. You know, he probably want to start games, but I think he's a guy that can come in and really give you a jolt. I'd, I'd hope Nick would be that guy as well. He's struggling, so he'll be hit and miss. But I think Jashir is a guy that can really come off the bench and help you. And then uh, Zach Selius is a guy, too. I, I thought he played well the other night. Missed some threes early, but he, uh, got hot late. But I like how aggressive he's being, and he's he's a pretty good rebounder. So those two guys will probably be your, your guys off the bench to, uh, to, to look to, to provide a spark, maybe hit a big three, make a big play, and give you some energy defensively. Ken Garf, Honda, Nissan, and Volkswagen and Orm proudly present our keys to the game. Mark, what are your keys to tonight's game? Well, 
LMU is a team that's going to just try and grind you and grind you, and they don't shoot a lot of threes. But it's just they got the size inside. They're going to take a lot of time. So I, I think BYU has to uh, be very efficient, I think, under 10 turnovers. Uh, and and then hit some threes. I mean, if the, LMU doesn't shoot a lot of threes, and they're on the road, and that's usually how teams win on the road is by making threes. So if BYU has more made three-pointers than LMU, they'll win this game. Mark, great stuff as always. Uh, make sure you save me a cookie. I would appreciate that. And uh, great stuff as always. We're here with Greg coming up in a few minutes. All right, my friend. Thanks. There we go. Mark Duran, our courtside conversation from the Marriott Center. After a quick time, Matt will check out some other scores in college basketball. We'll also let you know how BYU women's basketball fared on the road at Pepperdine. You're listening to Cougar Pregame Live, presented by Discount Tire on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Let's get you back to Cougar Pregame Live with your host, Jason Shepard. Welcome back to Cougar Pregame Live, presented by Discount Tire. Shep with you, getting you ready for the BYU Cougars and the LMU Lions. Let's update you on earlier action. We're going to start with BYU women's basketball. They had won 11 in a row Thursday night, upset at LMU tonight, taking on Pepperdine. Things did not go well for the Cougars again. They've dropped their second game in a row. Pepperdine beats BYU by a final of 79-65. to Shalay Salmon leading BYU with 13 points. Brenda Chase with 7. Shaley Gonzalez with 6. And uh, Babalu Ugu with 10. Paisley Johnson with 11. That's now two in a row again for BYU. All right, to the men's game. Local teams. University of Utah taking on Oregon State. The Utes lose at home in Salt Lake City, 81-72. to Utah State playing really well at home. They defeat UNLV in Logan today, 82-65. Southern Utah losing on the road at Eastern Washington, 82-79. to And then coming up at 7 o'clock in Ogden, Weber State hosting Sacramento State. All right, uh, WCC action. Game's going on right now. Number four, Gonzaga at home hosting San Diego. 12 minutes to go in the first half. Gonzaga leading 17-10. to Earlier today, St. Mary's bouncing back quite well at home, defeating San Francisco 86-80. to St. Mary's now improving to 5 Five and three in conference play. San Francisco also at five and three. That's where BYU currently stands right now. So a lot of those teams that are behind Gonzaga, kind of vying for position for two, three, four, and in, in that uh, in that range, it's going to be kind of a wild ride down the stretch of the West Coast Conference. Coming up later on tonight in the conference, Santa Clara hosting Portland and Pacific hosting Pepperdine. BYU men's volleyball on the road tonight, uh, taking on UCSB for the second night in a row, getting swept last night. That game will get underway at 7 o'clock Mountain Time, I believe, or is it 8 o'clock Mountain Time? I think it's 7 o'clock Mountain Time. We'll update you throughout the night during the broadcast on how BYU men's volleyball is doing. All right, top 25 games action right now in overtime. Number 6, Michigan State trailing at home to Indiana Hoosiers with a 73-70 to lead, two and a half minutes to go. First half action, 10-40. Number 1, Tennessee leading at Texas Texas A&M, 28-16. Number two, Duke wins at home over St. John's, 91-61. Number three, Virginia on top of Miami, 56-46. And number seven, Kentucky 
wins on the road at Florida, 65 254. Cougar Pregame Live was presented by Discount Tire, America's neighborhood tire store. Coming up next, we're going to get you to the Marriott Center for the Cougar Pregame Coaches Show with Greg Rubel. You're listening to BYU Basketball on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. It's time to get the inside scoop on today's game. This is the Zions Bank Cougar Pregame Coaches Show. For a financial slam dunk, Zions Bank is for you. The Coaches Show is also brought to you by Mountain America Credit Union guiding you forward. Now let's head back to the Bryant Heating and Cooling Comfort courtside seats and join the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. Good evening, Cougar basketball fans. Welcome courtside inside the Marriott Center here in Provo, Utah. Tonight, the Cougs play host to arguably the most improved team in the West Coast Conference as LMU visits the BYU campus, looking to snap a six-game losing skid on this floor. Greg Rubel with you for tonight's play-by-play. Joined on the headset, I'm my broadcast partner, the former BYU Ironman. He's Mark Durant. And, uh, Mark, we've done this together for a long, long, long time. We haven't had too many nights like the one we had Thursday. Uh, fourth rank Gonzaga came in and spanked BYU 93-63. to It was the worst home loss of the Dave Rose era and only the second time we've ever called a 30-point loss here at the Marriott Center. Got me researching. The only other occasion came in our first full season together, Dave Rose's first year as an assistant to Steve Cleveland. It was exactly 21 years and two months ago tonight, Penn State came into Provo and won 80-50, another 30-point loss. Of course, BYU was in a much different place at that time, and Gonzaga, a much better team and program than Penn State was in the late 90s. But the point is, no one's accustomed to seeing BYU get kind of run out here at home like it did the other night. Tonight's home game against LMU then, Mark, is an appeal to the collective pride of this program and a challenge that must be met if the Cougars are to stay in the uh, top tier of the West Coast Conference. LMU, the Lions, collective pride. Oh. I see what you did there, Greg, and I, I applaud it. Um, that, that game was hard to watch the other night, obviously. And it was a bad combination of maybe the worst defensive team I've seen from BYU going against maybe the best offensive team I've ever seen here in this building. That was not a good combination. And obviously losing to Gonzaga, no shame in that. Everybody does basically. But the manner that it happened was problematic. It seemed to be a little bit of a give up in the second half, which really allowed Gonzaga to drill you. And you just don't let that. Everybody came out of full house. You just can't let that happen. I get that Gonzaga's good, but you have to come out and have a little more pride and, and and just fight. I mean, just fight. Don't don't get beat by 30. Get beat by 10. That's fine. Just keep fighting. Don't and and I'm not saying the guys quit or anything and it, things happen out on the floor, but I hope what we see tonight is guys that their pride was wounded and, and they've got a challenge. I mean, LMU is one of the better defensive teams in the country. They've got great size, Markson 7 foot 3. Uh, BYU's not better than LMU. And if they think that they're just going to, just because they're home, they're going to win, uh, that, they got another thing coming. LMU's going to grind you and make you really beat them if you beat them. Now, should they win at home? Yes. But this is going to be a real battle, and I like it because it's a chance for BYU to, to forget that the other night and reassert themselves and get back where they need to be for the rest of the season. Those are Mark's thoughts. Dave Rose's pregame thoughts coming up next as the Zions Bank Cougar pregame coaches show continues here on the new skin BYU Sports Network. You're tuned to the Zions Bank Cougar pregame coaches show. For more with head coach Dave Rose, let's rejoin your host, Greg Rubel. 
It is the final game of a three-game homestand as tonight the 13-10 BYU Cougars host the 16-6 Lions of LMU. Time now for tonight's pregame interview with BYU head coach Dave Rose presented by Zions Bank for a financial slam dunk. Zions Bank is for you. And on the heels of a humbling 30-point setback on Thursday, the Cougs are right back at it, taking on a team that has won three of four and flipped the script after an 11-20 campaign last season. No, the Lions are not the Zags, but they are the best LMU team that BYU has seen since joining the West Coast Conference, something Dave Rose knows after watching Mike Dunlap's teams in the weeks leading up to tonight's game. Well, Mike said that he's got a you know a, a really talented group. Well, one of the things that's really... Uh, impressive all these guys are back and uh and then he's been able to change how they play uh you know he's he's gone through quite a few different um styles since he's been in the league and uh playing fast trapping you know zoning uh this thing he's got it dialed down to (laughs) where he's playing really slow on the offensive end and then defensively they have they are just they're really physical uh they're really team oriented he's got really good athletes that don't need a lot of help defensively, but when they give help, their rotations are really good, and then they got a big, big fella in the middle. So, um, you know, this will be a, a, a grinded out game. I mean, they went up to to uh, Spokane and, and held uh, Gonzaga to seventy three points, um, and so you know that they've got a style that it's going to be, you know, it's going to be a grinded out kind of game here tonight. Yeah, in their win on Thursday, Pacific scores forty two. Yeah, and uh, two points in the last nine minutes, I think. Uh, so, and, and Pacific is one of those teams who really needs to drive it and penetrate and get to the rim. Uh, what was really impressive is that they didn't foul them because you'd think that there'd be more fouls and they'd get to the free throw line and be able to score. But but they, they do a good job of guarding you without fouling you. We, we need to get in there and penetrate and then kick that ball out to open shooters. And then those guys, if they're open – they need to make the play and shoot it. If not, they, they need to draw that defense and then kick it one more time. And, and we're going to have to make some shots uh, because we won't be able to get to the rim all night. And, and it's going to be hard for Yo to, to score down on the block because of the size of these guys. And so uh, we're going to have to be pretty uh, uh, efficient in our execution as far as our offensive game is concerned. If there's anyone who wants to get to the rim, it's James Bateman. Yeah, and James does his uh, early – uh, in transition or late in the shot clock, um, and so we got to get him stopped in transition. He really hurt us last year at their place, and uh, so we got to get him under control. And you know, Eli Scott was another guy that gave us a lot of problems because he's, you know, you think seven three, okay, that's big, but in, in, in you know, this kid's not uh, Eli's differently. He's yeah. big, he's big, <laughs> yeah. and and he's strong, and he can move you around. And at six five or six six. Uh, he's, he'll, he'll take a, probably a second guy from us too. See, we'll see how good a passer he is and what he can do. But I think we got a good plan. It, it, it was quick because we just had the one day to turn around. But I, I think our guys are are on it. Hopefully, their minds will be right. I know they obviously they're all you know st- still stinging from the game the other night. We got to get that past us, and and the, I think they'll compete because they're all competitors. But the the, the goal. And the real challenge is to, to compete together as a group and not just try to take it over on your own. And, and hopefully the first four minutes, our, our guys are really together, uh, you know, competing as a group with a, a real purpose. And your group uh, is, looks a little different, at least to start. You're making your first uh, lineup change in league play tonight. Yeah, we're going to start Gav. I think, you know, he, he's been playing uh, so well for us. And, uh, you know, I, I think he's going to – got to make that jump where you actually – 
are involved with you know the actual ins and outs of the game plan and uh i think you know that he, he this will be a real challenge because these two inside guys are are really tough and if he gets on eli scott or if he gets on uh markinson the big kid uh you know he's going to have a different responsibility but uh he's been playing well offensive for us and he, he does a great job offensive rebounding and uh, you know, I, I think that, uh, you know, hopefully we can, you know, keep him around that 22, 25 minute, maybe get him to 30 if he's really going, but we'll see how it goes. Did a switch go on for him or more of a natural progression, do you think? I think it's, it's probably more of a natural pro- progression for him. I think that, that this is uh, uh, the games played here, you know, in our system a, a lot different than how he's kind of been brought up in his AEU program and also in his uh, his high school program. And, and I think what he's really doing is he's just really a lot more comfortable um, in our system with our rules, and he's allowing him to, to let his natural talent really play. And, and uh, um, I'm looking forward to, to seeing how he responds tonight. Yeah. Hope he and all the guys uh, have a good night. Uh, good luck against LMU, Coach. We'll talk to you courtside postgame. All right. Thanks a lot, Greg. That is BYU head coach Dave Rose and tonight's Zions Bank Cougar pregame coaches show. Title and escrow can be complicated. With over 50 years experience in Utah, Provo Land to Title has the expertise to navigate your buying, selling, or building project. Provo Land to Title, making the complicated easier. The Cougar tip-off show next on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. It's almost time to hit the hardwood. This is the Cougar Tip-Off Show, brought to you by BYU Creamery, the classic BYU tradition. Have a scoop today. Siegfried and Jensen. Siegfried and Jensen has been helping Utah families for over 25 years. And by Utah Honda dealers. Now let's head live to the Bryant Heating and Cooling Comfort courtside seats and join Mark Durant alongside the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. It is a Saturday night cat fight. Cougars and Lions meeting up at the Marriott Center. Greg Grubel, Mark Durant with you for tonight's courtside commentary. Our statistician is BYU's sixth all-time leading scorer, Russell Larson. Our Marriott Center broadcast intern is Blake McMullen. Our BYU Radio studio host, Jason Shepard. Our control board operator is Cole Wissinger. And our coordinating producer is Terry South. Our BYU Radio broadcast intern tonight is Sterling Richards. Good to have you with us here on the New Skin BYU Sports Network. And, uh, Mark, there are a few things uh, maybe not quite right at times with this year's BYU team compared to most of the Dave Rose teams in the past. And two of the most obvious struggles at times are, are noted inside and outside. It's the worst rebounding team of the Dave Rose era and the worst three-point shooting team of the Dave Rose era. <laughs> this is, Greg, that's a bad combination. That's like being bald and ugly. I mean, you don't want both of them. <laughs> Not that we're you, speaking for you ourselves. You and I are bald, but we're gorgeous <laughs> yeah. men. And uh, so, I mean, if you're going to do one thing bad, you've got to do the other thing pretty good because what happens? when you're, you're That means if you're, if you're getting out-rebounded, the other team is getting more shots, and then more of those shots are threes. I mean, that, that, the math there, I'm, I, I'm trying to figure that out in my head. That doesn't usually work out very good. Now, BYU's done some other things really well, but those are strange to me because BYU historically under Dave Rose is a good rebounding team and at least better defensively than what they're showing. And, and the three-point shooting, that should be, I mean, of all the things that you think BYU might be good at, that should be the thing that they're good at and keep them in games. And it's just been a struggle this year. So, they they got to got to get better looking or something to make something happen. <laughs> Coming up after this break, in my pregame conversation with LMU assistant coach Derek Clark. When the Cougar Tip-Off show continues live from the Marriott Center on the New Skin BYU Sports Network. This is the Cougar Tip-Off show. Let's head back live courtside and rejoin Fred Rubel. Welcome back inside the Marriott Center. 
It is the BYU Cougars looking to stay in the WCC top tier and stay perfect against the bottom half of the league. Cougs 5-3 and three at the turn in the West Coast Conference. LMU coming in 4-4 four and four and looking for its first win over a top half team this season. Kind of game that uh, BYU has to win to avoid uh, dropping into discussion in that early of that early round game at the uh, conference tournament in Las Vegas. LMU, meantime, looking to secure a top half finish for the first time in seven years, not since BYU's debut WCC season have the Lions been an upper-tier team. A short time ago, I chatted with Mike Dunlap, assistant coach Derek Clark, about the formula these coaches and players have followed for a fairly dramatic turnaround. Well, a lot of it starts with our defense. Um, we've made a commitment. We, we're so much better than last year defensively. Um, we're light years ahead. And, you know, we, we don't score a lot of points in terms of just bringing up big numbers every night, but we get a consistent effort every night defensively. You're not scoring a lot of points, but that's by design, too. You're playing at a tempo that, that fits this team, it seems like. Yeah, it, it really is. I mean, I, I don't like when people say we're playing slow down, but we try and get the best shot we can get. Sometimes that takes a while, especially when you get in the conference and you start playing people that know you. You know, So we are a little bit more deliberate offensively. Um, but, again, everything's tied in together as far as tempo goes. Not extremely three-point dependent, but, again, that fits your game, it seems like. Yeah, there's been nights where we've knocked them down. We had nine against um, San Claire on the road and it just kind of that wasn't the game plan going in is to shoot the three and um, you know we just kind of take what teams give us obviously people know that we're not shooting the ball very well uh, but our style of play is get the ball in the paint you know see if we get fouled and our post guys do a pretty good job even though they're undersized of you know giving us baskets inside the paint you say undersized, but yet uh, there are some solid bodies. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Matias is bigger than most people on most nights at seven three, you know. But then after that, we fall like in that six seven, six six range of just mobile guys that you know face you up. Not necessarily where they're going to back you down. You know, we, we're pretty good at playing in space and getting in gaps with our bigs. How important has uh, Damian Douglas been uh, to the makeup of this year's team? He's the one real new face for BYU fans. I tell you what, he, he's um, uh, probably our most versatile guy in terms of what he, he can guard one through four. Um, you know, he's been very efficient. He's one of our better rebounders. Uh, he's been really important in his growth. It seems like every time he hits the floor, he gets better. Okay. Uh, James Bateman is as advertised. He's been everything you hoped he'd be, I'm sure. Yeah, you know, when you get to conference, you don't really see a lot of single up. You know, uh, everybody's star is going to see two guys or double teams and stuff. So in the beginning of conference, that was tough, you know, because people were building walls and game planning for him. But, you know, James is a guy on any given night he can go off offensively. How big is rebounding to the success of this team this year? It really is. Um, I mean, we pride ourselves on getting to the offensive glass. And then, you know, uh, we've had up and down defensive rebounding a little bit. But, I mean, you know, the bottom line is your defense is good if you can close it with defensive rebounds. You're still looking for the first upper-tier win, if you will, in league. How do you look at that uh, division, if you will, between top-tier, bottom-tier, and getting one of those top four or five teams? Well, if you're ever going to get in the top four, top three, you have to win games like this on the road at some point in time. You know, I mean, we've been close, but we haven't been able to get over that barrier. So, you know, we're, we're dealing with the team that got beat by Gonzaga, and they got a lot of pride, and they're a good team at the end of the day. The 30-point win is not indicative of, of who BYU is so we know it's going to be a war but it's really important we only get so many chances on the road to come and get a big road win against one of the top echelon teams that said Gonzaga they can look that good at times yeah. they can look 30 points better yeah look they do that to everybody you know at the end of the day so there's no shame in it I mean they're, they're so talented that they can go on a run and then at the drop of a dime you could be down and the game could be over I mean they do that to anybody 
How do you assess the strength of the league from uh, 1 through 10 right now? I tell you what, this is my second year in the league, and I, it, it has to be as balanced as it's ever been from 2 all the way down. I mean, there's really not a whole lot of, uh, you know, a big gap in between it. Everybody's, you know, look at Pepperdine. You know, they've gone in and got some road wins. I mean, our, our league is as balanced and competitive as it's ever been. And it's not all about this, but once we get to the end of the season and it's time to put together the 10 best players in this league, there are going to be a lot of guys from a lot of teams getting consideration. There's no question about it. Every, every night that we prepare for teams, it seems like there's two or three guys that we got to prepare for that can really hurt you. So, uh, I mean, the, the depth of the talent in our league is uh, it's a testament to the coaches and the recruiting, and, you know, it's something to deal with every night. Right on. Coach Clark, thanks for the time. We'll see you back in L.A. Greg, thank you for your time. That is LMU assistant coach Derek Clark leading us into tonight's UB the Judge feature, sponsored by Legally Mine. Legally Mine equals asset protection. Go to LegallyMineUSA.com to learn what you can do to stop lawsuits dead in their tracks. Here's tonight's BYU basketball trivia question. You might know that Dave Rose's BYU head coaching debut back in the day came here at the Marriott Center against LMU. And it was a loss to the Lions, as it turns out. So which team did BYU defeat for the first win of the Dave Rose era? The answer next as the Cougar Tip-Off Show continues live from the Marriott Center on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Welcome back to the Cougar Tip-Off Show. Let's rejoin Greg Rubel. All right, you be the judge. Uh, Dave Rose's BYU head coaching debut back in the day came here at home to LMU. Lions won that game. So which team did BYU defeat for the first win of the Dave Rose era back in 2005-06? This is easy. San Jose State. (laughs) It's not that easy. It was Washington State in Spokane. Oh, of course. Of course. That's you be the judge brought to you by Legally Mine. Our final segment of the Cougar Tip-Off show coming up next on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. The Cougar Tip-Off Show rolls on. Let's head back live, courtside. All right, they're getting you set for BYU and LMU here at the Marriott Center. Greg Rubel and uh, Mark Durant with you courtside. So uh, we see a lineup change tonight for Coach Dave Rose. Uh, Gavin Baxter in the starting lineup. and it's something we kind of saw coming. I, I, I think, Mark, with how well Gavin has played of late, and he gets his first career start to tonight against the Lions. He's earned it. He can make a difference. Uh, I love Luke, the way how hard he plays, but Gavin can just bring a lot more to the table at this point. Smart move. Tip-off of BYU and LMU. Coming up next, this has been the Cougar Tip-Off Show on the new skin, BYU Sports Network.